Yes, more than anything. <clears throat> Hi everybody, welcome to the Flowered Rockstar Club podcast. podcast that talks about music, mental health and fashion. Um, not really sure how loud to speak, really. It feels weird because um, Ellie has a client in at the moment, so it's kind of... We're, we're still figuring out volumes, aren't we? I'd say this... I mean, this feels like hushed tones Yeah, this for is us. quieter than we normally speak. Yeah. But I can always turn the volume up on the microphone. That's true. This is... I mean, if I... If we either of us say anything funny, that's going to be where the... Mm. I mean, that's a challenge in itself, yeah. but if we do... Um, naturally, there will be guffaws. This is... Um, we're recording this podcast two... Three days, two days after England's victorious Eurovision some contest. Oh, God. What did you make of we that? We could have done a whole podcast about Eurovision. Yeah. Maybe we should do that later. Yeah. What did you make of that episode? Uh, did you watch it? I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I watched... I just missed Iceland... Spain, uh, Germany. You missed jump, the jumpers. They were good. Well, I've I've since reviewed the footage mm. and listened to the song, and I quite liked it. Uh, I thought he deserved no points. I thought he was poor. Is he famous? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never I, heard I, of him. Overly, over, or did the song? Someone maybe who wrote the song? I heard something about Emmy-winning songwriter. Really? Oh God! I'm pretty it? sure I heard that. Okay, well, it's award-winning, like an actual proper songwriter. But I, mean, I never heard of him. The song wasn't that bad, but he he, I don't think he performed it well. He was slightly flat, I thought, and he but was he didn't in deserve no points. Oh, I thought he did. I, oh, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was poor, and he compared to a lot of the other performances, it was quite low energy, hmm. and he had a rubbish. <laughs> He had a rubbish jacket on. Yeah. The staging wasn't very no. particularly interesting. I, I, he deserved to come last. I mean, yeah, no points whatsoever. The way it was, like, the format, so he yeah. got no mark from the juries and then they do it in reverse order yeah. from last. Yeah. And then and they announce, like, how many points he got from the voters yeah. and he, no points again. Because I read a thing saying that it's, like, in the, the programme they said it's virtually impossible for any country to because the new voting format yeah. to get no points. <laughs> And we managed. We managed it. Tip of the hat. Yeah. Thank you very Do you much. think it's because everyone absolutely fucking hates us? Oh, there's an element. There's an element of that. But, but we've been getting we've been getting zero points for years now. Mm. I think we've been the hated men of Europe for for a good while. Mm. Gone are the days Even of the Cheryl Irish, Baker. Even the Irish, yeah. Mm. But yeah, but they hate us more than mm, true. More than everybody. Yeah. France pity hate us. Mm. Well, yeah. The I the Germans think, though. The Germans. <laughs> I think if we got somebody like an Ed Sheeran character, yeah. if you will, I think that's what it would take. I just take. don't think they would do it. I don't think they would love. Oh no, they much. they wouldn't do it. And why would? Yeah, why should they? But that's. I think that's what it would take for mm. us to get any points. Shame, isn't it? But it's. If I still say it's just a bit of fun, really. But it's, exactly, you don't. You shouldn't take it too seriously. Music isn't a competition. I took away from it that it for me it was like watching X Factor. Like the performances, yeah. were very X Factor. Yeah, the staging and that. And yeah. The staging, and I was like, oh, I don't like X Factor. There wasn't enough whack. There wasn't enough fun acts for me. It felt mm. too too many pop acts that were trying to kind of make it kind of vibe. It felt too X Factor to me this time. Yeah, there was an X there wasn't, there wasn't enough Iceland woolly jumper types. But I think for one night a year, I can tolerate that kind of thing. Mm. Because it, yeah, they're not taking it seriously, and it's also hard to judge a song on the first listen as well. Because it's true. how many songs have you ever heard in the first listen and gone, "Wow"? Well, Lithuania's entry, I loved that from. Did you? Yeah, the first listen. 
discotheque it was called. Oh, yeah. Those men in like yellow. And what suits. did you make of the winners, the Italians? Did you think he was take, sniffing gear off the table? <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, that takes some brass balls, doesn't it? Yeah. Like millions of people. Well, he's a rock star. He's a maverick. He <laughs> I did say. I said to rocks. I said, like, do they know what Eurovision is? It's yeah. like the least rock and roll thing you can. Yeah. Ever do? Are they I doing thought, this ironically? They didn't seem like, like they were doing it ironically. It seemed to me like it was a kind of like tongue-in-cheek kind of oh, ironic yeah, know, rock thought, act. Like they were giving it. Like, they knew giving it they, stacks. This a bit cheesy. What well, they were wearing as well. Yeah. But then afterwards, it looked like they truly believed they were rock and roll stars. Yeah. And they were so happy they'd won. Mm. So I don't know what to think of them. Moleskin or whatever they were called. Manskin. I didn't think it was a particularly <laughs> good song. No. It looked cheesy. To and me. I was like surprised. Stage moves. Yeah, surprised it won. But an absolute cheesy Jane's addiction. It goes to show, rock and roll still alive mm. in Europe. Although you know Europe famously at least twenty years behind us <laughs> in in music and fashion. Fact. Okay. Um, so I have received. Well, a... shall I shall I tell people where we are? Oh yeah, fuck. yeah. Go on. And who we are. This You never know when it's going to be people's first listen. We, how are we sitting? Yeah, well, exactly. It's very... It's a different arrangement this time. We are in the shop, Best Days Vintage. I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon. That over there is Stephen Hurdle. We're opposite each other in a sort of Smith & Jones kind of... You know when they're sort of facing each other? Kids won't get that. <laughs> no. Anyone, anyone under 30 mm. will not get that reference. Mm. They used to advertise Whisper... <laughs> Cadbury Whisper, still nothing. Uh, well, anyway, for the older viewers, we're, we're sat like Smith and Jones, mm, facing each other, facing each nose other, nose to nose. Yeah, one of us is sitting on the table, and the other. <laughs> oh. dig, that's a nose dig. Uh, but we're here in in Best Days, Forty Yard Lane, Colchester, uh, and it's a, been a rainy, rainy Monday. Woke up thinking this day is going to be rubbish. And you know what? It was actually only mildly bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't even mildly bad. It was actually quite good. There's lots of people in the shop. You just, when you're in a clothes shop, you never know. You, it's true. And it's this true. is part of the thing that you have when you have a When you put on a gig, ours. you never know. It's just, every, every it's a journey, it's no destination. And that's what you have to kind of try and remind yourself of sometimes. Yeah, there is no end. There's no kind of end ending to the film. No. It's like like a really really it's like EastEnders, <laughs> yeah. Neighbours, soap opera, but less cliffhangers. Mm. And rom- there's no no romance. Or gangsters. <laughs> but other than that, exactly like EastEnders. So yeah, um, we have a question. Um, mm-hmm. This is a regular it, feature. Where's it come from? This has come from... Um, uh, uh, I think it's male. Igor Alex Chesko. Mm-hmm. And he says... Yep. <clears throat> I had to translate this one because it was in Russian, so mm-hmm. it might be a bit weird. The 1993 Constitution <laughs> declared Russia a democratic, federative, law-based state with yep. a republican form of government. <laughs> state power was divided, apparently... Among the legislative, <laughs> executive, and judicial branches, yep. diversity of ideologies and religions was sanctioned, and state or compulsory ideology was allowed was not to be adopted. 
Right. Do you think this is a good idea by the <laughs> Russian state? <laughs> is that still how it is? Has it changed since 1993? Well, apparently not. But so you can I still suspect- choose your own religion. Yeah. You don't have to... It's not... And basically, I think there's like a kind of like a what I can see is like an antidote to communism, right? Because yeah. The idea of like state or compulsory ideology was not allowed mm. to be adopted. This is the falling of the Iron Curtain, isn't it? Mm. but said in a... a bit later, yeah. After all that, all that debacle, yeah. So do you think it was, Which, a, it was a good Russia idea by a great Russia state? <laughs> I well, I'd say yes. That's a definitely a positive move. Mm. Positive move by mm. the great Russian state, and Westernizing. Demo- well, democratically sizing. <laughs> exactly. Free- freedom is always a good thing. Freedom mm. to choose. I'm suspicious because I suspect that even though this is like a constitutional decision, it feels to me, Igor, Igor, do mm-hmm. you pronounce it, that on the slow ones, old the VP, the V Putin, yep. has been sliding, sliding this one under the carpet a little bit, and it's not quite as um, not quite as free as perhaps, perhaps it seemed back in '93. Mm. Or where they wanted to go. So, probably these great visions. But that was Yeltsin then, wasn't it? I think so. Mm. Big Boris. Mm. Post post Gorbachev. Mm. So, yeah. I hope that um, adequately answers your question. <laughs> yeah. It was a complicated question. And it was quite long. Yeah. I mean, and long. Like I said, I had to translate it, so it's possible <laughs> that some of the. It might be lost in translation slightly. Mm-hmm. But there you go. I think we've covered it. Mm. So, this episode is called. I don't know, I just called this The Tour Van. Mm-hmm. I know we've done stuff about life on the road before, life on tour, but this one I wanted to specifically talk about the tour, like the actual van itself, mm-hmm. and what happened when you're in a van, and mm-hmm. and how you kind of, I don't know, just different experiences that we had perhaps, because we, you know, everyone has a different types of van, so I guess my question would be, like, starting off to give people an idea, what sort of vans did we sit in? Because let's be honest, we never we didn't quite get to the um, we, did, we never sleeper, had a bus, the sleeper bus stage. No. Well, it seems a shame. It does seem a shame. We tended to favour the second-hand 1970s white classic van. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You probably know more about the makes. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was the famous? Because it was the van that everybody had, wasn't it? Uh, I want to say LCD, but it wasn't LCD or LDF. I forget what the, what the name was called then. Yeah. Well, like the picture of a van in your mind, rusty, off-white. Well, that's well, what, well driven. Yeah. Many miles on the clock. That's what we had. Because mm. we didn't know bugger all about vans, did we? So yeah. we were effectively, it was get what you're given kind of stage. Yeah, we had a very small budget. <laughs> mm. And, uh, you know... So it we, was bottom of the range. Yeah. We opted, it was better value for money to buy an old cheap banger, drive it into the ground... Than constantly hire. Than keep hiring, because they were quite expensive hire vans. And we did have a phase where we hired, didn't we? Mm. That was smaller shows. When, yeah. we, when we finally broke our van, it was like, we weren't, we weren't going on as many long tours. But when you're doing like a long tour and you're on a tight budget, it's actually possibly better to do that, get the insurance done, yep. than it is to... Because you think you're paying like... 50 well it's more than that it's like eight, it's like 80 quid a day or something yeah. to hire transit vans but it came at a cost yeah you could you couldn't trust that's the problem I had with all our vans you could never trust them no. and if you're coming out a gig like in let's say Newcastle mm. it's a long way got, to drive you've got to be back in London the next day mm. for a video video shoot let's mm. say 
you know, you're getting in that van thinking, I'm not sure we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get home. Even we're gonna get a crash, or it's gonna break down. To be fair to those vans, right? They did a lot of heavy lifting for us, and we didn't. None of us really knew much about vans, and so it probably was not looked after perhaps as much as it could have been done. Could have done. Like I don't remember ever getting them serviced and changing the oil. That's true. Or checking the oil. Yeah. Or checking the windscreen. All that sort of basic duties. Or any of the little things you meant to do to keep your well-maintained vehicle. (laughs) It wasn't very rock and roll to check the oil, was it? Yeah. Check the tires. That's the thing when you're young. You just don't. It's like you don't look after your body either. You don't. You don't maintain your body. It's the same thing. Everything's always a hassle. Yeah. You just whatever's the quickest and convenient way. Because we're always in a rush, aren't you? You just you get in the van. You've loaded all the stuff. You're knackered from loading all the stuff. Mm. When 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 are you going to do the uh, checking of the oil and mm. the maintaining? It's not going to happen. We had many breakdowns. Um, <laughs> yes, we did. So, for example, I remember we had we broke down in Liverpool, and the the I think it was it was a diesel van. It was one of the spark plugs or something <laughs> wouldn't heat up properly, so it wouldn't start. And so this random mechanic who looked like Roy Evans, the old football manager, mm-hmm. he had a look at it and he bodged, he gave us a bit of wire which we put from the battery to the plug yep. to heat it up. And every time he did it, it would start. Yeah, and then you had to do that every time. We kept, yeah. he, he let us keep it, didn't he? Just, just, just a bit of wire. Yeah, but it was a you yeah, know, special, <laughs> special bit of wire. So every single time we'd have to start the round in the morning, we would have to... Um, yeah, spark. It was, it was like our security system because you couldn't nick the van yeah. without that. Because without the special bit of wire. Yeah. Um, we had another van, I think I don't know if it's the same van or not, where the gear stick kept popping out of the like an elbow joint. So, in the middle of like mm. so many times in the middle of random cities, and you'd ha- it would pop out, and Rafa would have to get under the van and oh, pop yeah. it back in, in the middle of like <laughs> London and like just because you couldn't drive it once it yeah. had gone, so you had no choice. And you'd get covered in oil, wouldn't you? And- yeah, pre-gigs. Yeah. Just um, what you want. Yeah, I remember once we stayed at your friend's house, uh, Angie's mum and dad. Oh, yeah. In Whitby. Oh, we spilled oil all over it. And we had a driveway, and, and we parked the van in the driveway, and it leaked oil all up there, yeah. down their brand new driveway. Oil. The exhaust blew once, and <laughs> it was sounded like a Formula One racing car. We had to drive back from some place in Kent, I think, probably, back to London, and the police stopped us. But then, even when we hired a splitter van, sometimes we had a fancy splitter van, and mm. even then, yeah. that broke down, but yeah. because you'd unplugged the wire in the front. Yeah. <laughs> my foot had knocked it, with a, yeah. and I blocked it, and it yeah, stopped. Went to phone the AA, he turned up, and he put his computer, and he went, yep, and then plugged it back in again. Yeah. <laughs> and we went for ages, didn't we? Oh, so long, yeah. Middle of the night, on the M1, yeah. from Leeds. Yeah, played the festival. Mm-hmm. It's quite good. Yeah. So we, um, got, we got propositioned that night. Oh, just remembering. Yeah, that was a good. Um, so, how um, how do you deal with? Because when you live in, when you're on tour in the back of a van, you got a very, you've got to basically live very closely with each other. Mm. That, that it's pretty, it's pretty intimate. Uh, I think it would be an inter- be an issue if if you weren't comfortable with everybody. I think we'd got to the by the time we were doing so that, used to each other. We were so used to being. Like in a studio, you normally in a tiny room. I think we'd stayed over at people's houses, so you, you know. We're basically living in the same bed most nights. A lot of us had lived together as yeah. well, 
So there was no real, there was no, no real issues. It's like the annoying thing, people snoring, that kind of thing, but mm. not not the sort of the closeness. If anything, that was quite often shared bodily warmth was a mm. <laughs> was essential. Blankets and yeah, you just kind of got on with it, didn't you? Yeah, when you're young as well, you get kids. That's again exactly. It's part of being. There's no way in the fucking world we'd do it now. Not on your Nelly. The very idea of it now seems so mm. like what were we thinking? But back then, you just gone with it. Yeah, we just were do actually, it. We probably were drove illegally many times because often we wouldn't. It'd be cheaper to hire when we did hire vans to hire just a transit van, yeah, rather than the proper seats. So, van. so no seats in the back. So a couple of people so, would because me and you wouldn't drive. We'd often be put in the back in the daytimes. Yep. When and all the gear and if anyone ever like had to break, all the gear would go and crush you. Yeah, it was really dangerous. Mm. And you also, yeah, and some heavy, heavy amps and heavy equipment. Really, it's a death trap. Yeah, and you also there's no daylight and you've got no seatbelt. You just <laughs> so you couldn't probably wouldn't even be able to see if an amp was coming for you because mm. there's, there's just little cracks of daylight at the bottom. But you're basically in pitch black. Mm. And it'd be <laughs> the middle of the summer, and you'd be in the back of this van, and you it's just really disorientating. You'd be yeah. there for four hours. <laughs> and then they'd open the back, and you're like, ah, blinking like a mole in the yeah. uh, in the sunlight. Yeah. So what we would have to play because we can see bollocks all. We'd have to play games with our phone, wouldn't we? So we play. We'd have to do little games, wouldn't we, just to keep ourselves entertained? You yes, couldn't read. That's true. You couldn't, couldn't read. You'd, you couldn't really hear the music. No. And there was, yeah, there's no stereo in the back, so you'd... You'd literally just be left to your own devices, yeah. talk and sleep sometimes, but then you... Well, you'd try and sleep, but... Chat, basically. I think chatting was, the, <laughs> chatting was the main thing we did. But, we yeah, we'd also, you know... It was the age of the mobile phone was dawning. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we'd... This is, is, is pre-nudes. Yeah. <laughs> it was pre-nudes. They weren't camera phones, were they? Mm. Or maybe... The beginning of the camera phones. They were starting to... But yeah. the quality was poor. Yeah. But it, it was the, pre the age of the nude. Yeah. I think we were a good maybe five years off the nude. Yeah. If only that had been a... <laughs> Something to do. Yeah. yeah. But, but we, we you could play a game, didn't we? You could text. That yeah. was the... Mm. So me, often we would tend to message people we'd just met. That night, and we just yeah. you know, so that would see you through. We would get each each of us phones and take a f- random phone number for each of us phones. So we didn't someone yeah. sort off my phone, and you'd start texting them, and yeah. I would text someone off your phone. We would play text a stranger. Mm. Yeah, that was a fun game. Surprise, surprise! It was always girls. <laughs> that was only fun if they actually got involved, yeah. which you know, mixed mixed results yeah. with that. But if you got into a nice conversation, that would yeah, the hours away, would yeah. just fly by. Yeah. But come the night time after the gig, after a few beers, suddenly everyone wanted to come in the back. Yeah, exactly. It was the party, that's, it was uh, the party yeah, section. Was the one, everybody wanted a piece in the uh, the good times, post-gig on a high, but on the way there, in the in the daylight, where it's sweaty and horrible, muggins and muggins. And then, we saw it as the penance, didn't we? we yeah, it's part... The two, the two roles I sort of took upon... Myself as a non-driver were yeah going in the back when told if it was black that's not going to reach and then the other one was going in the front and staying awake being the only one staying awake to keep the driver awake that was another role that I took upon myself and sometimes all you wanted to do was go to sleep but 
really rubbish at that. Yeah, you just, you know, self-flagellation, I guess. Like punishing yourself for being a wussy and not driving. Steve is just plugging in his laptop. That's the sound of him scraping a table on the ground. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's numerous times I'd say we would... Like the night time would be a lot more fun. I don't know, the backwards of the party area was, wasn't it? Yep. We've knew, I remember Maybe there'd be a girl in there. Sometimes. We got very lucky. Not, not, not that anything creepy would happen. No. But it was still, you know, having a girl anyway was always exciting. Maybe we'd give her a lift somewhere. Yeah, normally that sort of thing. Or well, we'd be people. staying around her house. I mean, sometimes that? random people would just come on tour of us. Yep. <laughs> Can I come? Okay. Can sure. We've never said no to yeah. anyone. And still don't. Yeah. Do you, we used to get stopped by the police quite a lot as well, and I suspect it's because it was quite an old van. Like I can remember, like in Scotland. Yeah, we looked like thieves. Yeah, um, there was a time where well, in the days where we had a different drummer and he smoked marijuana <laughs> in the back of the van, mm. and the police stopped us there as them. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting habit. Um, and I think it's because you know young lads driving around some old banger of a van, lots fill up the gear. It was like Late at night, it's always prime suspicious suspicion, I guess. Of course, one of the lowest moments we ever had with the van Go on. was with the great thievery of the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We stupidly left all our equipment in a van mm-hmm. round the corner from my. Leicester. Yeah, from my then girlfriend's. That was the first van I ever had. House. Mm. Yeah, that was the original van. Well, it was the original band as well. Mm. That was mine and Steve's first band that we were in. So, different singer. So, I was just on keyboards in that van. And we'd gone on our very first tour <laughs> in our very first van. And at the after the last gig, was it after the last gig? Do we have one more gig? I feel like maybe we had one more gig to play. Yeah. But we. <laughs> The van got it with all our equipment in, and it was the England went out of the World Cup the same day when, to um, Brazil. This was 2002. Seaman got lobbed from 40 yards. Yep, Seaman got lobbed from 40 yards. And then we all got the train back to. Yeah, tails in our legs with oh, no equipment can, left. Just. Oh, we found the van. We, drove, we found it. Burnt yeah, out oh, in yeah, yeah. So, they'd, so they'd taken all the equipment out and then, then burnt the useless piece of crap van in this really rough estate mm. on the outskirts of Leicester. And we drove. I don't know how we got there. I think we got a taxi to go and see the burnt, hollowed-out shell of what used to be our first van. Left it. So again, I don't remember like what happened to it. We just yeah, left. Yeah. We just <laughs> got the train. Like, in this nowadays, I'd be like, I'd have to have responsibility for sorting it out. But that, that time, we just went home. Yeah. <laughs> just left this random van. It completely felt like the end of. That was basically the end of that phase of our yeah. lives, wasn't it? Because yeah. that, that was the last time we played with. Uh, the that that lineup. Mm. Hello, my name is Bernard. Two thousand and one. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, 
and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. We never saw... Well, we've seen the singer, that singer again, but I haven't really had much contact with him since Do you remember? We, we, we went, we went um, rogue undercover like FBI style into a music shop someone told us there was a music shop that was really dodgy it was buying hooky goods yeah it'd be there so we went, turned up in his music shop and all of us went Dis- in distracted the guy at the table Jamie distracted looked. the guy and I went back into the stock yeah. room in the back just broke into the stock room wasn't there <laughs> yeah of course he wasn't but it was like you know well all the talk was that they wouldn't put it on display in like the first yeah. the first day maybe they'll bring it in yeah. in a couple of days and yeah. by that time we were you know so we had- back at home we had no option what to do, so what did we do that night? We went out and got really pissed. <laughs> we did, didn't we? Again. It's Spudzy. Yeah, Spudzy came out with yeah. us, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, but that was the first kind of experience with a van, and that was like some old van that we had, and we had um, welded seats, like just old benches welded in the back of it. Yeah. Really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it was rubbish. Yeah. But we still got emotional about it. Like I think I think well, just because sim- yeah. symbolically... Yeah. It felt like the end. Well, it also felt like the end of the time. world, didn't it? Because we we're like, what I, are we going to do now? Yeah, I, I didn't think we'd carry on doing music together. Mm. I genuinely, I remember get, being on that train back, and we none of us were discussing it. I think we were all just sort of, we all probably had hangovers, and we were all just thinking, "Well, this is the fucking end." Because mm. and we're also, all, uh, uh, we're all starting uh, to finish uni Evo, then as well. Evo, Evo Nicker, our drummer, it's his first ever time with us. Yeah, yeah, he yeah wasn't, of course. Wasn't even really in the band, and yeah. his his drunk it got just nicked and stuff as well. Yeah. He lent, he lent 20 quid to Alan, which he never got back to this day. <laughs> that, that was that that night. But you still want that back, don't you? Yeah. If you're listening, Alan, yeah. you owe Nick 20, 20 quid. Yeah. He's just about to have another baby. Congratulations. Yeah, so he needs that money. So he needs that. You want to get on that. Do you remember um, also the time that someone smashed up our van? A different van. They broke every window in the van in Camden. Yes. We parked it next to the butterfly. It, but- it was like one of those like mini buses which had had the seats te- some of the seats taken out the back of it, and we turned up turned up after something. We'd left the van there, and someone with a sledgehammer had smashed every single window in the van. Yeah. We had to drive to my dad's factory. Yes, and he put and they, they metal sheet metal on the side. Riveted sheet metal yeah. around it, so it turned it into the eighteen van. Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. Oh, that's because it had been smashed up. It completely smashed. In my up. head, we just put that over the windows for like windows extra protection. Yeah, right. the smashed up windows were still on it because <laughs> it, wow. it was cheaper than because um, otherwise we'd have to have changed every single window. It was going to cost an absolute fortune, so we had to change the front and the back windows. That's it. Um, I remember and the side I, ones we just left. What I do remember that day about that day is that we were playing a festival in Bournemouth, yeah. and so your dad's factory. We came to here. Yeah. I assume it was Colchester. No, it was in Portsmouth. Oh, Portsmouth. That's it. I just remember being in a factory and we were rehearsing in like some little office, office and there were all these like man, manly men looking and going, what the fuck yeah, is and, going on here? And also my dad basically called, pulled in some favours and got them to rivet all this metal on. Yeah, yeah. That was a strange day. <laughs> but again, good example of like another bashed up old bodger. Yeah, yeah. And we had another van. Is that one more rag? I can't remember. 
because they all had names obviously yeah. we had another van which had Darren Love Sharon around the on the front yep. screen and someone um, graffitied all that scratched it all up and broke the um, the aerial jeez we were unlucky with yeah. what do you think this happens to all like crap band vans they're just a magnet for I seem to remember trubs. we had a tour manager and he said that you have to watch it because he had a van and they they were like back and forth loading the gear out and someone while I was loading someone wanted to nick loads of gear out of the back of the van while they weren't mm. watching so always have someone on duty but what that did when when we had the van stop I think it was the stolen one of the times we we flipped up in an operation policy where who wherever we left the van someone would have to sleep in the van overnight Yeah, and that can't be very normal for rock bands no, I bet because people I bet, don't go that extra mile. No, like we did. That's per usual. That was some low. Yeah. Because what was? Can you remember? The, I know we're going to say, but can you remember <laughs> the lowest moment you had when you had to sleep in a van? Well, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but yeah, it was my personal one. It was Aberdeen in the snow? Fucking must have been like minus ten at least. Mm. It was a blizzard, wasn't it? It's was an bl- actual blizzard. Sleeping and on. We just supported Electric Six in a massive. Yeah, we gig. played a massive, like three thousand capacity gig. Re- gone really well. We were, you know, it was like second, second or third gig of this like week long tour, and we was, you know, proper. It was the first sort of proper support tour we'd had. But we, <laughs> it was like a back down to earth moment. Just when you think you're too big for your boots and everything's coming up roses, mm. you're in minus ten, sleeping on a wheel arch. You know, outside of student halls, while the rest of you were uh, having a lovely. I tell you what, I've slept on the floor, on the wooden, the vinyl floor of the student halls, and looking out the window, watching watching you trudge out. And I've 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 always said this: I've never been so happy in my life to be sleeping on a wooden floor. Yeah, had like I had a pillow, and that was it, and a beam and a sleeping bag. Because we didn't, we didn't have anywhere to sleep, and we had, we had to stay on stage. Can anyone else put us up? And luckily, one of the bar staff was a student, and she said, "Oh, you can come and stay at ours if you want." Yeah, otherwise we were all in the van, I guess. Yeah, well, we were fucked then in a blizzard. Yeah, that, that was, was a bad. That day. was low. Yeah, that's what was what was yours? Quite dangerous. Yeah, I thought so. Lucky I woke up. Uh, I can. I had numerous because I was always the only one that was ever single, and so every time we, we parked, absolute player respect again. Every time we parked in London. We, where, where we lived oh yeah that was your every, that was your cross the bed and every, yeah that was my cross the bed and everyone else would go back to their partners and sleep in their own houses and their own beds yeah. but because of the gear if the gear was in the van then I'd have to sleep and we always parked outside Evo's house yeah so I'd have to sleep in the van and <laughs> um, so, I had for company more often than not sometimes I'd meet a girl but most, more often than not all I'd have would be an old porno mag um <laughs> And like a like a kind of stick we'd have as protection. Yeah, and that was it, and no toilet. As if that was going to help. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking, but yeah, I was always having like everyone else yeah. would go back to their houses, and I'd, it would be my job to sleep in the van that night in London. That was pretty harsh. Yeah, and because you were sleeping on the London road, it was all so bloody busy. Yeah, and every single Even time, buses, the hours, would, yeah, yeah. buses boom, going past, yeah. and the van would rock. And you were on a street that were, it wasn't the safest no, street because it was a street we've had yeah had beef before. on before. But it's like I don't know what I would have done. Like we never had the situation. But what would have done if someone had tried to break into the van and you were in the back of it? Hi guys, you just bang <laughs> is this, around. Is this like, going to stop you? Bang and crash around in it. Wow, well, I don't know what our security. We never really discussed what our security procedure would be. Yeah, what do you do if they actually get by the wussies? 
Yeah. Do you just let them steal just, everything? Right, fine. Yeah, and then you'd have to go and fine. face everyone else. <laughs> I, I did try. Go yeah, on, there, there's a knife. Yeah. There's a gun, actually. Yeah, there's 15 of them. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do. You'd, yeah, you lie and say. Yeah. At the time, my mate Raf got uh, mugged by two students with a biro. <laughs> that, is, that can be a deadly weapon. Yeah. Used correctly, a biro can be a deadly weapon. Yeah. Well, I say correctly. That's that's using it incorrectly. It's meant for writing. But there was but, times. I remember the time we played in. Oh, I want to say Ullapool, and the next gig we had was in Orkneys, and now that me and you slept in the van that night. And they all went out to this like geezer's house, and he was like really up for a party, and they all were really knackered and wanted to go to bed. Yeah, that yeah, that was one of the we that was one a one, one by sleeping. In the, the we van. had to get really early to drive to Orkney, yeah. so they were getting in the van like seven thirty in the morning, and we yeah. just slept in the van. And I, for the we first stayed time, asleep. Yeah. I slept for ages. Yeah, bliss. That was lovely. Yeah. And then when you you come to and you're like basically at a ferry port yeah. and it's like all beautiful. Yeah. There were some magical moments up there in the van in Scotland, mm. to be fair. Yeah, because there were good times as well, like driving through like the Lake District and stuff like that. And Yeah, if, yeah, if you managed to get a window seat in, mm. in one of the nicer vans where you actually had a seat in the back mm. with windows, yeah, you saw some beautiful stuff. Spe- yeah, especially up north, Lake mm. District up to Scotland. Mm. That's Lo- always a good, that was always a good journey, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. We all like that journey. It's just magical. It, like, it's, it's something that frustrates me now that now we're not in a band you never get to go to those kind of places you, really. you don't have the time no it's not the same anymore you just don't you don't no. you saw some wicked places in that van yeah and i didn't i wasn't when we, when we as, had window seat vans i wasn't as nature obsessed as i am now I, if i was up there now i'd just be mm. getting stopping and getting out and well saying mm. can we get out of here i want to go mm. and see that waterfall or whatever i know you wouldn't let me but i would be <laughs> i would be saying that but it's beautiful up there. I suggest, you know, I recommend that to any band, if you are thinking about doing a like a little tour, hire a van if you, if it's just a little tour, mm. and go and tour Scotland because not you'll see beautiful scenery and you'll get really good audiences. And generally, as well. they're quite cool, aren't they? Yeah, you you get especially like the further north you went, the more appreciative they were. Like if you, I've even written that drive through the Highlands. Mm. There you, you go. See, it was important. <laughs> Get as far as the Orkneys, and you, you know, they treat you like they treat you like stars up there because they just they don't get many people coming. So they, you know, that would be my advice to any young bands. It's a long way to go, but it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's, it's, something, it's something that stays with you. Your yeah, whole life. It's, we have without a doubt, and it's that's yeah, it's just it's worth it. It's worth doing, especially when you've your mates as well. It's good, good laugh. Yeah. I remember once in the van, we we had a really bright idea. We we pumped up lilos to put in the back of the van we thought we were being really clever um, and we pumped them up at my house the van turned up and Raf came out of, the, out of the house with the lilo and a gust of wind <laughs> swept it out of his arms and it burst on top of a road sign <laughs> and then just hung there limply like a limp old condom <laughs> and I was like <sighs> cheers Raf <laughs> even though it wasn't really his fault but he uh, got the blame for it <laughs> I don't even remember that. I don't you remember it? Yeah. yeah, it was like just like maybe you didn't pick me up yet. Drooping on it was in Kentish Town. It was like drooping on this old like um, post. So we just left it. Sure. <laughs> Some geezer must have gone. What the fuck is there a Lolo on that lamppost? Oh, it would have. It would have taken up the back of the van a couple yeah. of notches. Yeah, just make it comfort more comfortable because yeah. otherwise you're just sitting on a wooden floor. It's that sort of. Was, Often it was just a me- bare yeah, metal floor. Yeah, well, it was like ribbed, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, ribbed. So we used metal. to get like covers and pillows. We had all these pillows and covers, didn't we? Which you'd put on the van. Yeah, yeah, a couple of and, like cushioned covers. Try and make it more comfortable. 
Yeah. Okay. No wonder we were so stinky and grotty. Fine. We must have really stunk in those days. Oh, well, I bet when you open the van, it would, it would, it would reek. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you if you smelt it now, you'd be like. Oh, oh. We, but again, to, you don't know. We used to do this thing when we used to drive to London in the van and flyer. We used, when we because we, when we had our own van, we could do these sort of things. Yeah. And we used to drive in our van to Islington, park in this back street, the same same bit of this park back street, wouldn't you? Where you could park for free. Yeah. And get absolutely pissed in the back of this van. Hand out some. Listen hand out music, about seven flyers. <laughs> piss into a bottle and pour a bottle out the window. Yeah. Yeah, and then get absolutely battered and then hand out flyers and CDs and then sleep in the back of the van afterwards and then you drive back to High Wycombe at the time when we lived yeah. in High Wycombe before we moved to London. Yeah. Again, Definitely w- over the limit where he would have been. Yep, but they were fun nights, weren't they? Yeah. It was just like 20, completely... 21, 22 years old? Yeah. In your absolute pomp, like stamina-wise, yeah. you didn't care. Just didn't care. About you'd, like, the hangover, you just you'd open like... the van door when you got back to High Wycombe and all the beer cans go yeah. yeah but it just felt like oh yeah sure that's what we do we yeah. go and <laughs> hang out in a van get yeah. get ratted and then uh, yeah. go to the club hand out flies hang promote out your band flies. sleep yeah. in the back of the van yeah meet some people meet some people invite them back to the van for a party yeah. that would usually happen eat some KFC or cottage chicken or whatever it's called chicken cotton chip yeah. the weird thing is though it'll usually one one of us would bring someone back to the, <laughs> to the van, and the, for the rest of, well, it would have been weird for everyone. <laughs> it was weird for everyone. I'll be honest. Well, that's all we need to say about that. Hmm. Tell you what, Steve, shall I do the answers to last week's rockbusters? Well, that's enough. I was going to say, do you want to do JDs, KPs, yeah, RBs? So last week's, the first one was, and it was very important, they had to be said in the voice of an old, wise Japanese man. Mm. Oh, man who adjusts trousers very fast. Which, of course, was Taylor Swift. And why did it have to be in Japanese voice? Just because he would say, a a normal English speaker would say Swift Taylor, wouldn't they? Ah. But, oh, Taylor. Swift. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's sort of broken English. Okay. Oh, I see. That's important. Racial. <laughs> it's a little bit racial. Uh, and the other one was, oh, I'll have a box of those, or a tin of those chocolates that we get at Christmas, and three AK-47s was, of course, Guns and Roses. Now, a lot of people was. got these. I think these. I'd maybe gone a bit easy this week. Oh. Is that deliberate? Did you think they were easy? I thought they were easier than some. Uh, and anyway, Ellie, Ellie, regular customer of the shop, she got them. She got a free drink for her she trouble. Told she, me, she told me all about it. Yeah, because she was the first one to get them both. She's very chuffed right. by that. Mm. She says she's never won anything before, so props to her. This week's maybe a bit harder. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, number one. Remember, this is you've got to name the band or the artist based on this clue. Okay. Get down and pray, rhombus. There you go. Oh, that's it. That's oh, it. That's it. Oh, oh, expecting more. Get down and pray, rhombus. Dependent man of the past. <laughs> Dependent man of the past. And we, that's is actually helpful if you know your Indiana Jones. But don't say anything else. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, you give it away. And second one, band or an artist. 
if Steve doesn't know what a rhombus is, that's what's gonna. <laughs> that's why he's gonna struggle. Oh, yeah. <coughs> uh, stop it. The second one. Ooh, the Queen's looking slim these days, isn't she? No, I said that in a camp voice. Uh, oh, was that deliberate? N- well, it was deliberate, yeah, okay. but it's not crucial to the uh, uh, clue. But just that's. Mm, so I think if you were saying that, I was going to. I'd guess off the top of my head. I think I'm wrong, but Neil Young and Royal Blood. No, <laughs> neither. <laughs> neither of those are correct. But that's good. Oh, so they must be at least slightly harder. Mm. Although you didn't get last week's one straight no, away. I, I never get them straight away. You have to... He messages me about two days later, randomly. Yeah, I'm cleaning randomly, Taylor's, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I always enjoy that. Mm. Okay, so that's this week's uh, Rockbusters. Do message in, either email info at uk or get in touch on Twitter or Instagram. Any of the social medias, we'll get, we'll get it. Hmm. But do it like in the direct messages, so they're not public. So otherwise, everyone's going to just know it. You'll be giving it it's away. Becoming a quite slide a, into it's the become DMs. Quite the phenomenon, isn't it? Well, exactly. I do. I look forward to. Uh, mm. I prefer it when people get them wrong. Do you? Although then they tend to not because sometimes, enter. Sometimes they're a bit smug when they get it right. Yeah, yeah, fine. exactly. That's really easy. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Shut up. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a critic. Oh, yeah. We prefer to someone say, "I found that really tough, but I got there." Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's my favourite favourite way of getting it mm. oh that was really hard and I felt a sense of satisfaction mm. when I finally got it thank well you. done thank you Jez. thank you for the quiz questions mm. Mm. okay so um, to finish off then have you got any lyrics of course I've got lyrics well remember I had last week's ones prepared but oh. then I just, at the last minute swapped it oh yeah because you did a Britpop one actually. so this is um, oh that was very sound weird and read them out <laughs> we're all going to do a jingle yeah we need to, to get on that now, this week's, I've chosen what is often, whenever people, the, the topic of bad lyrics comes up, this is usually the one that comes top of the list. Uh-huh. Do you know what it's going to be? What's... Uh, bad lyrics that come up as top of the list. Give me a clue. Uh, money don't wait, my world go round. Desiree. Desiree's Life. Okay. You familiar with the song? Oh, Life. Oh, life. Do, oh, do, do, life. do. <laughs> That's the one. So, so David Brent it. sings a little bit of it. That, yeah. that other, the, uh, Wait, what is it? It's not that song. Reaching out to a high ground. Ooh, to a golden lonely place. What's good is that we've got that, we've got that quote from the office in framed a la the office. And every now and then someone will go, Desiree. <laughs> exactly. Very rarely, but every now and then. Our friend Seth did it. He came in and went, Desiree. <laughs> of course he did. Now, speaking of Desiree, so this is her masterpiece, Life. Okay. Ooh, <clears throat> life. 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 Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Do, 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 do. I'm afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm in a park. <laughs> and there's no one else around. Yeah, well, uh, fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is. Why did you go there? Is my question there. That's that's maybe the lyric that often gets quoted as like maybe, the worst. Maybe it was a cut through. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe she's on her way somewhere. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. We'll go on. Oh, I get the shivers. I don't want to see a ghost. It's a sight that I fear most. I'd rather have a piece of toast. Fuck off. Yeah, that's the lyrics. And watch the evening news. That's right. 
I don't want to see a ghost. It's a sight that I fear most. I'd rather have a piece of toast. <laughs> I mean, fuck me. Yeah. Like, then she goes on, life, oh, life, oh, life. I'm a superstitious girl. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst in the world. Never walk under ladders. I keep a rabbit's tail. <laughs> Doesn't rhyme. I'll take you up on a oh, dare. Oh, oh, on a dare. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. Anytime, anywhere. Name the place. I'll be there. Bungee jumping? I don't care. (laughs) So, after all is said and done, Mm. I know I'm not the only one. Life indeed can be fun. If you really want to. Have a run. (laughs) No, no, she just stops there. If you really want to. Life indeed can be fun. If you really want to. Sometimes living out your dreams ain't as easy as it seems. You want to fly around the world... In a beautiful balloon. Oh, life. Oh, oh, life. So, oh, life. Some, <laughs> some strong philosophy there from uh, Desiree. Desiree. You don't, you don't hear much from her these days. I can't think why. Mm. She's been lampooned. I mean, I wonder how she feels about the Brent... Mm. Once you, you realise Brent is a fan, you, I mean... Mm-hmm. But she's a yucca type of kind of like late 80s kind of like... Yeah, early 90s. Do you like Brent songs? Soul light. Actually, some of them are quite good on that. David Brent's songs? Yeah. It's difficult. I found that album difficult because he wanted them... They can't be funny. No, they're not joke songs. No. But the lyrics... They've got to be taking themselves seriously. So you can't do jokey lyrics. It has to be lyrics that are earnest, that are so earnest they're funny. Yeah. So it's difficult. I found that... I found that whole film quite problematic. Mm. But would Life you, on the Road, the, the song is actually quite good. Would you... Change the subject, sorry, everyone. It's yeah. nothing to do with fashion, mental health or music. <laughs> if, but it's probably top if bands. If they announced on The Office mm-hmm. that they were going to do like a kind of office reunion, yeah. do you think it would be good? Especially if they got Merchant involved. <clears throat> I think it would probably be good. Monkey Allen and people like that all came back and... What as in they kind of had like it's so, not like a, not like the Friends thing where it's just the, right. the actors are all in a room reminiscing. No, this is an actual episode. Yeah, say they had like, no because the like, Christmas the Christmas one was a kind of a reunion yeah, with like say Dawn they had like, like what, what like a kind of where are they now sort of idea where Tim and Dawn are still together for example or they split up again and they get back together or something and mm. Gareth's like really successful and they're kind well, of like but they're like a kind of Werner blog reunion sort of thing. Yeah. Like I'd, wa- I'd obviously like a free, watch it. Free episode series. So. I'd obviously watch it, but I'd be. But they'd have to get Merchant back involved, wouldn't they, to make it? Any yes, good. and I don't. I mean, it would never happen because they're. It's not out. in their nature to go back. I don't no. think. No. They've always talked about how you, yeah, you do two series, maybe two series in the Christmas never special, and then back. get out. Never go back. I don't think so. No. Although he's he's broken his rule and he's doing a third series of Afterlife, yeah. but I didn't actually. I don't think it's that good anyway. But mm. a lot of people seem to like it, but not for me, Clive. Mm. So you wouldn't, you would, don't, you don't think I'd, wa- I'd watch it, but I don't think it will happen. Mm. But I'd watch it and I'd be like, please don't ruin it, please don't ruin the greatest comedy ever made. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Hi, listener. Would you want to watch it? <laughs> Do get in touch. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, go visit bestdaysvintage.co.uk and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Love you, bye! Oh, no.